Hi, I'm Liz. And I'm Rhea. Welcome to Karma's My Bitch, a podcast about love, sex, connection, abundance, joy, purpose, peace, and how life isn't simply the stories we tell ourselves. Is this the only episode about sex in this season? I don't believe so, but maybe. But we have to start to look at when we're in 5D, sex is going to take on a very different form. So as we've said before, sex in 3D was all about, it was about procreation, right? And power. And power. It was about assuming who was on top, (laughs) right? Um, Who could assert their power. And it was also about the family unit. And that was critical to keeping all the tent poles in place is having the nuclear family. So it was almost like we always had to be in service to sex. Does that make sense? In order to be in service to the tent poles of 3D. No, it doesn't make sense. Okay, so it wasn't as if sex was ever a personal expression. Often sex was performative. In order to show you that I love you, even though I don't even know what love is because I'm not really conditioned to know what love is. I'm merely conditioned to express what I think love is, right? That's pretty much all of the romance genre out there. Therefore, I'm going to have sex with you. And in return, I hope to receive what I believe will be love in the form of safety, security, and material things. That's pretty much how sex operated in 3D for most people. But sex in 5D is actually part of the glue that keeps couples together. Because as we're seeing, as 3D falls apart, And what we talked about since the first episode, a lot of relationships are falling apart because they do not exist in integrity. And Mm -hmm. sex is one of the most critical ways in which we maintain our integrity in relationship. Okay, explain. Because when we are in touch with our sexual needs and desires, and we are able to operate from a place of integrity in expressing those desires, that's a fundamental part of what keeps our relationships in integrity. Does that make sense? When you're kind of wired for the interaction of you know sex in 3d mm-hmm. right it kind of devolves i guess into games oh, into yeah. pretending being like what's they what are they thinking how should i act this is their fantasy this is my fantasy this is right. you know in service i'm making them happy i'm giving them an orgasm i'm you know like it's like it's like this tit for tat push for pull which takes us out of our integrity because we're not just really present in the moment and we're not Oh. No, we're thinking about what we're getting out of it, right? And most of the time, it's not just the, the act of sex that we're aiming for. Mm. I mean, there is certainly integrity when two people come together merely for the act of banging because mm. they want to experience pleasure. Perhaps they're not currently in relationship. And there's just that physical need and desire. Okay, yeah, they're very cool. open and honest with it. It's cool. Very much. There's As long as there's a lot of respect at the core of that interaction – it's fine. We're not going to sit there and say casual sex is going to somehow bring out the doom of, you know, bring about the doom of humanity. That doesn't work that way. So when we talk about integrity, what we really mean is respect for ourselves. Yes. Yes. And not compromising who we are and what we are for validation. Uh, Okay, fine. That makes sense. Because I remember a friend of mine asked me recently, you know, when you're having more casual sex, is that not you giving away your energy is that not taking you out of integrity and my response at the time was no our energy we don't give away our energy we might share it with someone else but Mm -hmm. we never give it away yeah and and if we feel like following our desires yeah we are in our integrity and if we feel like we do 
So say we're really tired from a particular interaction. It might be a casual sort of hookup scenario, right? Or a friends with benefits. But yet we find ourselves really drained or exhausted from that interaction. Then it means that there's some that's lacking integrity. And if、Maybe、we do feel like it's likely our side, if we're the, we're the ones feeling it,、mm-hmm. and it could be because we're not being honest with ourselves that maybe we want something else. So maybe, if someone else falls asleep during sex, they're out of their integrity, <laughs> <laughs> or are they just really tired? They could be really tired. <laughs> <laughs> It's more the heavy heart draining that you mean, not just that、like, I need to nap draining. Right, exactly. Like, yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Sorry, I meant it like more in like that sort of emotional draining kind of way of like, you know, I know it's just really casual. I I want that too because I don't want you know X Y Z complications,、mm-hmm. and yet I'm finding that this is a major preoccupation with me. Then maybe it's not that casual hookup as you want to think, as you、yeah. as you've convinced yourself, which I find. For a lot of people who are engaged in casual relationships, they're in massive amounts of denial over what they're looking for,、mm-hmm. and they either don't feel like they can get it, don't deserve it, that they're unlovable, etc. It's their karmic issue that they're trying to avoid、mm-hmm. by remaining casual. Okay, and actually, because I'm thinking about it, a true casual relationship has so much respect in it. A lot, doesn't it? I mean, it requires a certain amount of communication、so、and、much. honesty and、yeah. <laughs> openness. Yes, there's、yeah. a great deal of integrity in that.、Mm. At least it can be. Yeah. yeah. And that's why, again, we had to talk about integrity first. And what does that mean? Because only you know we can only engage in sex from a five D place when we are in our integrity. But I, I remember a couple of years ago talking to you about something, and you're just saying, "Does it excite you? Do you feel it? Like, do you、mm-hmm. want to do it?"、Mm-hmm. That's kind of what you need to know here. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Are you telling yourself? Because I mean, I've had situations where you know either someone I really like or someone that excites me, or you know, I've been in situations where that you know I'm just about to see them, and my immediate thought is, oh my god, is this going to be the last time? Or panic, what's going to happen next? If I sleep with them, what are they going to think of me? If you know, the mind goes, the mind runs. It's what it does. And what I did at the time was be in the now moment.、Hmm. This is the experience. Do not lose the experience. Because you're so worried about what comes next. Oh yeah, and if you are worried about what comes next, then there's no integrity. And, you know, as we said, experience makes normal, and practice makes perfect. So really, it is about just like when you have those moments.、Mm-hmm. At first, you have to remind yourself,、mm-hmm. "This is I'm in the moment," and you know, and over time, it becomes much more natural. But saying that, you know. We are kind of, I feel, coming into a different consciousness around sex because we really are, for sure. Like I assume that everyone is like me; they're really not. And then, you know, when I was younger, I assumed <laughs> I、funny. was different from everyone else. I really wasn't, but it's true. Not everyone is looking for it, and we assume. In this very old, I mean, we're a lot more open about it now. But think about how long it's taken, and it's still not there yet. Where it's still assumed that men want it more than women. Which is、right? just, <laughs> or that, by the way, I've actually realized it's really not the case. Like, oh,、no. men will sleep with anything. Men will, men will bang <sighs> any hole out there. They're which an is animal. Just not true. No, not all. They have zero standards, and women's standards are way too high. Or I don't know what. Like,、yeah. there's just a lot of generalizations that have permeated people's brains and wiring and conditioning to the point that. Even now, in 2022, people are still operating from that understanding, and you're like, really? And the way around that is, can you really be honest with yourself? 
about what your desires are. We're all the same. Yes. Like this idea that men have, like all men are like this and all women are like this. It's like, no, there's more difference between than actually against one another. And actually on top of that, I would just add, what the fuck is a man or a woman anyway? Like what is this shit that we're talking about anymore? Like come on people. Which is why, you know, the past several years, there's just been a lot of new vocabulary and language around that, right? That have moved us out of that sort of dualism and that polarity of there is just this or that. There are some who just don't need it. And thankfully, they are becoming much more open about that, right? Like, or maybe my physical desires only happen when I feel like they only surface when I feel emotionally and mentally connected to somebody. So what does that look like, right? But to a degree, I think we're all like that. Well, when we are, the more connected we are, then yes, I I think the more connected to ourselves we are, the more we can be like that. But there is also something biological about our physical needs and desires that has often been at the forefront of how we've lived. But that's because of separation. But for people who may not feel that they need it or need it that often, it might mean that they'll find sexual stimulation in other ways. Through that purpose. (laughs) That's such a big fuck you. (laughs) Oh my God, that's really bitchy. Um, (laughs) No, I'm obviously not being bitchy towards you. It's more to guidance. (laughs) Well, Rhea, they might just get really creative. (laughs) It might blow your mind. (laughs) And maybe they will turn it into their purpose and teach others. (laughs) Oh, I'm so down for that. Our base instincts tell us that we want sex and sex is marketed to us constantly. And... I mean, I like feel like everything in this world is is somehow selling sex, even if it's selling, I don't know, a dairy milk. It's it's selling sex in some way. I oh, mean, I mean, Coke think Man, about everything. The Magnum ice cream commercials are probably some of the most sexual I think I've ever seen. And in Brazil, pretty much sex will sell um, chewing gum. Okay, sorry, I can't eat a popsicle outside of my house without people looking at me like I'm some kind of nympho. Like at this stage, it's just. But it makes us hypersensitive, doesn't it? Mm. And it really does. It fuels the dysfunctional. It's certainly not the reason for it, but it certainly fuels that dysfunction we have in our perception to sex when it's marketed to us and it's used in that commercial way. Because we're so inundated, we're one part desensitized, but like two parts like oversensitized, like too aware that we don't even know where to put sex. It's either too much of a priority or not enough of a priority that we're not in flow. Oh my God. Of course, that's why we had to talk about healing our physical bodies first. Because when we are not healed in our physical bodies, right, or we don't know how to prioritize our physical needs in healing, how can we understand what our physical needs are with regard to sex? And so where where, where does sex go in any of that, right? And if we don't know where to put sex, how can we be in integrity in our relationships? Or with ourselves. Because sometimes, and I've done this, which shocks me to my very core, it's saying no to sex so we can wake up early and go to the gym. But sometimes it's about going to a stretch class because we've killed our muscles being on top for hours. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you just got to listen to your body. Yeah. And how can you if it's not healed? But it's interesting. So, you know, selling sex to sell stuff only works when we're in a lower vibration. The higher we vibrate, the less impact the sort of sexual images um, will have. And it's kind of like how you said, when the moment you got into 5D, healed your karma, killed your ego, etc., was the moment you just naturally started to adopt healthy habits. 
unhealthy patterns, right? You just stopped desiring certain things. It wasn't and exactly wanted to the do... same moment, though. It took about six months. It's a process, as we talked about, right? Everything yeah. is a process. And so, so it goes with sex. The higher we vibrate, the less we're going to notice all the things around sex that involves a lower vibration. But again, when we're vibrating high, what does sex mean if most of our associations and relationship to it have been in a lower vibration? Yeah, what is what is the answer? I was I was going to see if you had an answer first. <laughs> if you had an idea, Mine given the fact that you are currently sexually active in 5D. <laughs> the one the one thing I've noticed, I feel like sex in 5D has to have mutual respect. Even if you're playing a more dominant game or a more submissive game or you're playing at all, because obviously all of it is play, Mm -hmm. there needs to be this undercurrent of respect. Otherwise, it doesn't work. Right. And the other feature of 5D, of sex in 5D, is about bringing fantasy to reality. Ooh, go on. Yeah. So 5D is about bringing fantasy to reality, as in what we imagine can be so long as it is in, in integrity with oneness. So the whole thing about sex in 5D is that we're really just bringing fantasy to reality. So what we are able to imagine is possible. It can be, as long as it is in integrity with oneness, right? And so what's going on right now, and like what we kind of seen, um, we, we've been seeing a lot of it, but like there's just so many shows out there and like series that have been really bringing up sex. Like suddenly like sex on TV is just like, it's everywhere. Yeah. It's not just sort of like everyone's selling sex and everybody's engaging in sex stories because we're, we're currently playing in before we can even get to sort of sex with integrity is healing the sex without integrity. So that's why we've been sort of seeing so many stories. Can you can you see sex like this? This is really unhealthy. Problem is, is that it's getting marketed in a way where it's like considered sexy when it's really not. But that's why we're actually seeing, um, we're going to be seeing less and less porn. We're going to be see, seeing more healing around sex probably over the next 15 years. That's how long a process this is going to take. I feel like actually there's also a rise in more kind of female-friendly erotica. Yes. There's uh, a lot more rise in mutual respect, like erotica that's based around mutual respect and yeah, desire yeah. rather than power and sublimation. But and you, you know t- what? Yeah, because some people require that kind of visual stimulation, right? Sometimes mm. a little bit of inspiration is helpful in, mm. in long-term relationships. You know what I mean? Like you just <laughs> sometimes... Um, it helps. But again, everything centers around integrity when it comes to sex and 5D. So when you say 5D is about bringing fantasy to reality, Mm -hmm. is that every part of 5D, not just in sex? Yes, correct. Oh, wow. By the way, that is like a huge piece of information you've just chucked in there, right? (laughs) But that's why we talked about in the earlier episodes, we have to be able to stretch our imaginations Beyond, you know, based on things that we can sort of, again, cut and paste into our vision boards. It's got to be that we've never before conceived. Yeah. I mean, right now we still think fantasy is just going to be stuff like, you know, I want to win the lottery and shit. Right. Mm -hmm. But like fantasy is like, can you stretch your minds and see yourself in an entirely different scenario from the one you're currently in? As long as it's in integrity with oneness. Yes. I don't really understand that because obviously when we talk about an integrity, it's when we talk about us being in integrity, mm-hmm. it's about us in respect with ourselves, right? In our so, own energy. In our own energy. Yes. I'm confused. So w- when we are in integrity, somehow I think saying in integrity is just a little it's challenging. Just too much. It's just too much. <laughs> it's a lot. So when we're in integrity, 
we are not only in our own energy, everything that we do is in accordance with our purpose. Okay, but what does that mean on a practical dating choice? Okay, so we're not necessarily going to be jetting off to orgies in Ibiza. With our purpose has us living in another continent. Does that make sense? Okay, we're going to explain it in another way. Oneness is an I-thou relationship. What benefits me will benefit you. If that cannot happen, then this relationship or, or interaction or whatever this dynamic is will cease to exist. If I have a fantasy that you cannot engage with and say you are my partner, then we have one of two choices. That relationship ends or I change my fantasy. And is that in everything, not just sex? Pretty much. Okay, so if you're in 5D and you're interacting with someone, likelihood is, is it's benefiting you both in some way. Yes. So when you talk about an integrity, it's by basically saying we're not sacrificing, we're not FOMOing, we're not doing external to internal, we're following our hearts, we're remaining in accordance with our our joy, we're, we're remaining non-icky, as it right. were. And it's not That's, just for personal gain. Because I've been asking that question to you recently. How does one share life whilst remaining their own energy? And it feels like the answer is be in integrity. Be in integrity. Be at one with yourself. Continue to live your purpose because your purpose will ground you. And since your purpose does not have to do with a person or another, you know, is with another person, that also keeps you very grounded in your energy. Because that's something okay. that somebody else cannot share unless you are contracted for that, right? That's why okay. it's key. And that's why we've been hammering home this idea of purpose for so long. Because as much as people really want to land a partner and be in partnership and have that relationship so that way they feel like they can live the rest of their lives, it really is the other way around for most. See, it's funny because I find actually that was how I was in my karma but kind of outside of my karma I kind of feel the opposite that it's just sometimes I have such strong feelings towards someone mm -hmm. that it kind of just knocks me a little bit off balance mm -hmm. but it doesn't detract me from living my doing you know I don't not turn up to recording or writing or living or breathing yeah. because of that um but others really do suffer when they're in their karma and they're oh, when I was in my karma it was a fixation slash obsession slash <laughs> Well, it was a reason to live, so it's different. Fair enough, yeah. When you talk about something being in, in integrity to oneness, what you mean is it's that I respect myself whilst also respecting you. Yes. That's effectively yes. being in integrity with oneness. Yeah, 100%. Cool. Okay, I got it. Yeah, and that actually makes sense why we talk about competition and what that means as well, right? Before but these this are all as well. Building, these are all building blocks. But I'm just like, it's blowing it my, but it blows my mind because I didn't see it when I was outlining and I outlined them in order. Maybe you needed me. Yeah. And anyway, I guess also, yeah. and maybe this is really out there now, but I'll say it. You know how we were talking about in other episodes, how as 3D comes down, 5D comes up at the same time, because mm -hmm. obviously there's a vacuum. And in that vacuum, like 5D will kind of come in. So that's why some of us are taking 3D down and some of us are building 5D up mm -hmm. in order to kind of have like kind of a se seamless replacement, as it were. <laughs> as seamless as humanly possible. <laughs> yeah. So then can I ask a real renegade question then? Yes. The more we have kind of a healthy relationship to sex mm -hmm. and 
we are kind of being in that integrity with oneness you know we are we are respecting ourselves and living out our fantasies and having just a better relationship with it in general will that also bring the religious temple down it's almost like we're sort of deconstructing it challenging the values that that temple upholds right and we transform them with 5d values so we're not trying to like knock religion and make it obsolete as much as for some their role is to ultimately just challenge what those temples you know what they stand for and so if the values are in line with oneness they will continue to be in line with oneness and that part of that religion or practice can still exist but really what has to go for 5d is just anything that is not in integrity with oneness which is basically saying that there's a good and a bad about it there's judgment there's shame the rules anything where you're policing someone else and not allowing them to be holy themselves precisely and what keeps others in separation so then i assume following on from that that the less shame we have around sex the less judgment we have around sex the more whole it is and the more whole we are within it Mm -hmm. the greater the sexual health for everyone yes because it just kind of follows through from there Absolutely. We are going to have some massive come to Jesus moments when it comes to sexual health and our children, because we're still not at the numbers we need in order for that consciousness to really land here on our earth plane at the moment. Or the sex, the sex consciousness. The sex consciousness. Yeah. Which I'm, by the way, it might be my favorite consciousness name. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we really need it embedded because I mean, most adults don't have it, right? Most people who have lived on this earth plane long, you know, long enough still don't have it. And if they don't have it, but they're having children who may have the potential to really get it and be healthy, but then they end up damaged by either their parents' stories or external stories or can't own their own sexuality or sexual identity, then, you know, they grow up damaged, right? We just, we're still dealing and swimming in the toxic dysfunction, that was often bred by religious standards that we're going to take a long time to get there. But is that why renegade, extra renegade point, that we're seeing a lot of erectile dysfunction among younger generations? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, really, one of the common causes or reasons for ED among younger generations of men has to do with that basic approach to sex. And it really runs counter, as we said, these younger generations they're much more wired in 5D than older generations, right? They're wired for oneness, but they're often conditioned for the opposite. So if we're trying to engage in something that runs contrary to our consciousness and we're coming from an an unhealed place, their desires and their bodies are running counter to one another, right? And that conflict breeds the ED. Why? Because they might, they think they need to do something, but actually they don't want to do it? Yeah. Exactly. Or they're not in integrity with their bodies and their desires, but they're doing what they think they're supposed to be doing. And that's a real shame. But that's also not to say that any person who experiences ED doesn't want to do what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Right? Right. It's just one potential reason for the younger generations of men who are struggling with this could be... It's the majority. I mean, a lot of people really want to blame porn and the desensitization that comes from watching porn or engaging in porn. But I mean, and that is true to a certain degree, but it's not, it doesn't apply to everyone either. And when you talk about younger generations of men, how old are we talking? Um, In this case, about 28 and younger. Okay. 
That's not to say that, you know, older than 20 don't, don't experience that, but that could be other reasons. But we're really looking at just the fundamental issue of not being in an in integrity mm-hmm. with ourselves and our bodies. And sex is exactly how we play it out because, as you said, that's the one thing that we share with others. When you're in your karma, it's one of the first ways to really start to free yourself and recognize that you have freedoms is, you know, just to give yourself permission to do what it is you think you shouldn't be doing. Like, go have sex. Go be free. Go have fun. Go and experience. Like, that was very healing for you, right? But experiencing pleasure is so important. Experiencing bliss one one orgasm at a time is a reminder that we can have these things and we can have them more regularly and we can have them in ways that it doesn't necessarily require another person or sex, right? But sex is really, it's beautiful for that reason. But the reality is when we're in our karmic reality, based on our karmic themes, Sex is just a tool that keeps us in separation. It can help facilitate our healing, but it still does not bring us into oneness. Because it can be really healing. But then, so what is having sex in 5D then? I mean, I feel like we've already answered that. I know, but it's just full. I know, but do we really want to keep saying it means keeping yourself in an integrity? <laughs> no, it's funny, yeah. Oh my God, we're but such then, fucking broken records. In 5D? So in 5D, we're living the life of desire. On every level, I'm living the life I desire. I'm living the life I choose to have. I'm living a life that expresses all the freedom I know I'm capable of experiencing right now. And that now can be different from, you know, the next hour. But I am at my utmost potential all the time. And so when we can engage in sex from that space, it is magical. And sometimes as you've experienced, and I don't mean this in a karmic way, but it can also be very healing for us. When we go through our daily stresses, when we go through different moments in our relationships, sometimes sex is really what brings us right back to the center. It brings us back into our bodies. It brings us back into the relationship. It brings us back into the connection. It's a very nice quick fix sometimes. Yeah. And that's why sex will remain a fundamental part of our relationships. So if we so choose in 5D. And as we start to engage from a healed place and discovering and exploring what relationships can mean for us, depending on where we are and what we're looking for. And, you know, maybe we're in a space that we, where we can welcome partnership, maybe not. Sex will always factor into that and will always be negotiated within whatever relationship we are having, right? With however many people we're having who are in our lives at that moment. And we need to be able to know how to communicate that. And in 5D, again, that's the integrity piece. I mean, wow. I mean, when you really look at it, I wish I could describe what I'm seeing. You're just going to see this entire line of integrity that runs through. Okay, so just almost like imagine just that. No, I mean, it's almost like your spinal cord. But just imagine that line of integrity that runs through every which way you engage with not just yourself, but your body. So just imagine two people. And integrity is the thing that runs and connects the two people. Final Uh question. If you're in 5D, do you only have sex with people in 5D? No. (gasps) You can have sex with people in 3D. I mean, God, I mean, given the number of people in 5D, you're going to be slim pickings. (laughs) No. um, So really, sex in 5D is about you being in 5D, not both people being in 5D or the act being in 5D. I mean, what are you going to do? Like, you know go around no, no, I'm genuinely people. Asking. <laughs> no but what i mean is like sex in 5d isn't so much about the act or the two people in it it's you are in 5d therefore you're having sex in 5d even if the other person's having sex in 3d mm, 
I think it's more that, you know what, whatever your shit is, it's not mine. So what we're bringing to the table is whatever we're choosing to bring it to the table at this very moment, you know, whatever you're looking for. And that's it. Your karmic shit's not mine. So you can, you can do it. Yeah. So he's in his karma, right? Does that mean that you can't have sex with him and that, or that it ruins sex with him? No, because some people are just very capable of not bringing their shit to the, you know, into the bed. And that's enough. It's really when you are in relationship with somebody, Right that their karmic shit really comes up and that's what starts to affect you. But again, it's how emotionally connected are you choosing to be with this person? Thank you for listening. For more information, articles, and inspiration, find us at karmasmybitch.com and at karmasmybitch.insta. And if you liked what you heard, please subscribe and leave us a review.